Hey, sports fans. We know it's been a hard week. We know we've had some massive troubles all across the country, and we've turned to our love of sports and our friends and our families and such for comfort and uh, all of that. So we're here to say that we hope that you get some enjoyment out of uh, listening to this ep of Sports Retorts. And, uh, hey, man, if you feel so compelled and we here at Sports Retorts encourage you to talk to your friends and loved ones about hard topics that come up in the world, if you have passionate feelings about how the world can be a better place than share them with the people who respect that. I'm Hooli. I'm the Joe. I'm Mary Beth Smith. And now that that uh, PSA is out of the way, let's get into some sports jokes and stuff. moment we've all been waiting for the starting lineup the finals may be over but draymond is still finding a way to keep himself in trouble yeah after doing some celebrating in his college town of east lansing michigan he was arrested early sunday morning what's weird is that he kicks so many people in the nuts in ohio and california and then ends up getting arrested in michigan if he's not careful, they'll put him away in the big house. <laughs> How about some news for people who get paid to fight? <laughs> it's been a big week for UFC. Uh, just had UFC 200 uh, in it. The six foot three, 265 pound muscle man Brock Lesnar defeated Mark Hunt in his return to the sport after nearly five years. Comic book artist Rob Leefield, known mostly for his exaggerated and unrealistic portrayals of the human body, said that of all his creations, Lesnar has made him the most proud. And in even some bigger UFC news, the group WME and IMG, in collaboration with Robert Kraft and some other investors, have purchased UFC for a staggering $4 billion with a B, which is odd because it's not even the biggest financial news of the week. Nintendo's net worth has gone up nearly $11 billion after the release of Pokemon Go this week. So in a related story, look for Brock Lesnar to fight a Pikachu at UFC 201. In soccer news, Portugal beat France 1-0 for their first Euro Cup title. That's right, the proud country of Portugal did earn their first European title. But the bigger story is when... Mega superstar Cristiano Ronaldo went down and left early in the first half. Apparently, the superstar went down and left when he caught a high-level Venomoth. <laughs> Matt Harvey will have more time to catch him all this summer than he thought he might. New York Mets starting pitcher Matt Harvey, who lost Game 5 of the World Series last year by arguing to stay into the ninth inning, is going to be out the rest of the season after being diagnosed with thoracic outlet syndrome. Uh, he will require surgery that involves removing a rib. So apparently, after blowing the World Series last year, it looks like he'll be spending this summer trying to blow himself. Ask Marilyn Manson. It does not work out. Speaking of baseball and blowing it. <laughs> uh, last week, the Kansas City Royals were visiting the Toronto Blue Jays. Ult ultimately fell 8-3. to three. However, of note was the Kansas City Royals pitchers, who in order were Young, Wang, and Pounders. Young Wang Pounders. Incidentally enough, that is also the eighth most popular search on YouPorn over the last month. And on the Blue Jay side, it is important to note that Dickie went deep. He is, he is a pitcher. Mm-hmm. He pitched well into the game. Mm-hmm. Rounding it out, Tim Duncan says goodbye to the NBA in style. 
Yep, Tim Duncan retired with an announcement that was both boring and efficient. Thanks, Tim, for 19 years. All right, boys. Tonight was the home run derby. Tomorrow is the All Star game. So by the time we release this, we'll officially be half through the break. And congrats to the American League Robo Out for winning home field advantage. <laughs> I really think that will help the team from the Eastern, Central, or Western division of that league. Yes, it will. So, I think we should start in the American League. I think they have overall the weaker league. Uh, can I say that? Yeah, you can. Um, they do. Yeah. So, excitingly, let's uh, let's start in the East. Uh, the AL East is over the past few years been a totally you know anyone's ball game kind of division uh it's the yankees have somehow remained relevant the red sox have bounced back after a pretty hard plummet after their win in uh 2011 and the orioles and jays are definitely not going quietly it's just and Jesus, it's just been a really interesting division over the last few years. With that said, this season, maybe not as much. <laughs> they're, they're all kind of middling. I, I mean, yeah, it still seems to be anyone's game, but, like, it's a game that anyone can win or lose. They, it, they're just a trash division. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Rays are distinctly at the bottom oh that's right the I mean, rays are, the, are have had great ew, boy yeah almost every division has one team that's around 20 games back yeah and that's that's the race except but, for the uh nl west which we'll get to which have three teams sitting there uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, baltimore orioles uh 51 wins boston red sox and toronto blue jays are both two games back yankees are seven and a half games back rays are 17 and a half games back it's it's just it's it's weird. It's it's unlike that division, especially over the last few years, um, to not have like a lot of strong contenders. I mean, I guess, eh, I don't know. I mean, I just don't think that the I don't think that uh, the um, championship series will feature a team from the East. No, it looks really weird to see the Orioles on top. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I mean, whatever. I, I mean, when I grew up, it was a powerhouse division, but now it's like, no one cares. I don't care about the, I mean, no one, Baltimore doesn't care about baseball. Red Sox have broken the curse, so that's cute. They're, you know, looking for another curse to be broken in the NL Central. Canada doesn't care about baseball. Everyone <laughs> loves watching the Yankees lose. It definitely seems like the Jays' bats have cooled off since they were the kind of like, home run hitters yeah. uh, of years past. Yeah, Joe Carter is definitely not hitting any more home runs and for them. And R.A. Dickey, uh, previously mentioned, he may have gone deep <gasps> recently, but he's very much cooled off uh, since his Cy Young days. All right. Uh, do we want to make a uh, who's making the playoffs from this division and if there is a wild card coming out of this division? Certainly not a wild card, I would think. I don't think so either. Um, I think... 
think yeah. Uh, yeah you know i think it's going to be the buck show walter show walter in this division and i think uh orioles are going to take it i feel good about the red Sox. honestly i feel like ortiz has been pretty magic and uh i feel like they might kind of surge behind him in his final season he's definitely been one of the more exciting stories Mm -hmm. from the year and if they can get really anybody kind of playing on the level that he is I I think they have a chance um they're the guy who took um (laughs) uh kung fu panda's starting position from him um (laughs) god shaw has cooled off hard like he he came out and was like really making a name for himself and he's played like shit since then so they just gotta i mean that it's kind of been the story of this season so far is yeah. that people really need to seek consistency uh i think that they do average out some of that consistency you can't stay down for that long i agree with umb red Sox take it no wild card central joe Janeiro's cleveland indians your boys looking hot Staying hot, I I love them in this division, which is crazy because it just did not look that way at the start of the season. No, it it really didn't. Uh, I know we picked the Royals to do much better than they're actually doing, regardless of injuries. I think we picked the Tigers to do better things. Yes, Uh, the the Tigers, White Sox, and Royals all started out the season much better than they are now as just 500 teams. Yeah. And the Twins are straight garbage. Yeah, they're they're the twenty game back team in this division. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tribe is is leading it. Uh, by the way, I'm gonna start calling them the Cleveland Motorcycles. Motorcycle so. Tribe. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That makes that's great. Fantastic. Love it. Decree it. Washington Potatoes. Cleveland Motorcycles. Love it. Um, so I think the motorcycles, uh, right now they're leading with 52 wins, uh, Tigers six and a half games back, and then the Royals and White Sox at seven games back, and then the Twins at exactly 20 games back. I would love to see them continue to, to win. Like, it's crazy because anytime that I've even peripherally cared about baseball, this has always been the White Sox, Tigers, and then the Royals. Motorcycles never really had a chance to climb to the top, and it's really cool to see them they did it early, and they've stuck. And yeah. I would, I would love to see them keep that momentum. It's a really young team. It's, it's, I would imagine they're a fun team to watch if you watch baseball. They're great. They had that like twelve game winning streak yeah. not too long ago. Like they really went on a tear. Historical for them. Yeah, historical. I, I think they take the division. Yep. And I think, I think the wild card comes out of this division, but I don't know who it is. I, I think it's the, I. Th- think it's the White Sox or the Royals is what my heart says. I think one of those teams gets it together. Something uh, something interesting about the AL Central, uh, the second place team, the Detroit Tigers, have a point differential for the first half of the season of minus one. The Cleveland Motorcycles are plus 81. Oh, point, wow. Uh, run oh, differential, not yeah. points. Points aren't, like, in, points aren't in. Run differential. Baseball. Run. That's ridiculous it's yeah redonkulous so not only are the indians winning they're winning big yes. huge huge and they're losing small aim small miss small mm-hmm. um what do you guys think uh yeah i think the motorcycles take it and i disagree i don't think that any of the the wild i don't think the wild cards coming out of here uh chris sale is doing great but they don't have the bats to support him and as we've mentioned aforementioned previously the freaky friday will not help the detroit tigers one bit I agree with that. Yeah, I'll say I'll say Tribe takes it. No wild card. All right, moving on to the West with I think, mm, sorry Joe, probably the most consistent team in the American League thus far, the Texas Rangers. Maybe the most consistent team in baseball thus far, to be perfectly honest. Uh, sitting right there at the top, I don't think they have any trouble taking the division. The A's and the Angels are looking just awful. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, inkling, yeah. inklings of hope for both teams, but man, nothing. I don't. I don't think either one of those teams puts anything together. The Angels lost my boy Angelton Simmons very early on in the season. Totally heartbreaking. His first season with them. His first season as not a Brave, and he broke his. I believe so Ugh. the kind of thing that you just don't bounce back from he'll be back for the season but it's always going to hurt a team to lose a, a new guy like that so early on 
Yeah. I mean, they, did they trade for him or did they sign him? Uh, they traded for him. I mean, yeah. So giving up assets to have a guy yeah. get injured, that's such a loss. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rangers sitting at 54 wins. Uh, Astros five and a half games back. Mariners eight and a half. And then the Athletics and the Angels uh, almost out of contention. I love the Astros being a good team. Especially having moved so from the NL to yes, the yes. AL. So do I, dude. I l- absolutely love it. I would love to see them take the, that wild card spot, but I, I, my heart just says it's going to be the Central. Moving over to the National League side of things. Uh, they're looking more powerful, but unfortunately my Atlanta Braves are getting none of that as the next-to-last team in the power rankings at 22 and a half games behind your Washington Nationals. Wait a minute. Did you just say next to last team in the power rankings? Yeah. The somehow the Cincinnati Reds are behind us. Uh Oh. I think that this week would have something to do with that. Um as the Braves came to Chicago, they had a makeup game against the Cubs on Thursday and actually took it off of them. In 11 innings, um, Rondon blew, I believe, his third save in a row. Uh, so the Cubbies are, their pitching in particular is looking just terrible in the past couple weeks, taking them out of that top spot in the power rankings that they have sat in for the entire season. Yeah, um, They relinquished the best record in baseball to the Giants this week, uh, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Anyway, Braves took a game off the Cubs, and then they took two off of the White Sox, and for only the second time in Major League history after the Pirates did it in 2009, one team took a game off of each of the Chicago teams back-to-back. Oh, oh that would be them. nice for them to hang their hat on in October. Technically, it all happened in the same 24 hours because there was a rain delay and it went into extras. Oh, so, oh, it was after midnight that it ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, th- yeah, the same calendar day. That's really cool. Um, and that's really surprising. Good for the Reds uh, for not for for being the worst in the power rankings, even though they have one more win and one fewer loss than <laughs> your Atlanta Braves. They're on their way down. Uh, uh, Nationals are on top, led by Vice Harper. I think they will take the division, but I o- think it's only because it's a weak division. I don't think they will leave the division series. I think whoever comes out of the Central and the West goes to the championship series. Well, a couple of teams could come out of the Central. Um, a couple of teams are going to come out of the central. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and switch over. I think that's enough. Uh, Miami, the Mets. Oh, well, the Mets might have had a shot, but with Harvey gone, eh, it, yeah. it just doesn't look good. I yeah. don't see the rest of their rotation carrying them. Well, and the Phillies are not all that much better than the Braves in no. the grand scheme of things. Um, but the central is much more interesting to talk about. Uh, the Cubs were screaming until recently – um, Hamill's been inconsistent. Lackey has been inconsistent. Of all people, Jake, uh, first no-hitter of the season, Arietta has been inconsistent in the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, their re- bats are still there, but their pitching is just not. I remember people saying during the first half of the season that the Cubs were doing well despite their regular contributors not contributing. I and it was like the, the other rotation guys were – the role guys were filling in the gaps. Yeah, it definitely still looks like that. And now we have Chris Bryant, you know, actually hitting the freaking cover off the ball. Yeah. Um. But but the and and you make a really good point because Kyle Hendricks, who is supposed to be their fifth rotation guy, actually probably has some of the best um, stats of their rotation right now. Um. So, but the game I saw, they pitched him relief. <laughs> I think they were trying to give him some more innings before the All-Star break, but it was still very weird uh, for him to be performing pretty much the best. You saw the 11-inning game, right? Right, but they pitched him relief in like the fifth. Oh, oh. Okay. yeah. I'm it not, wasn't like, like they didn't pitch him uh, relief. Yeah, bring in the lefty. Right? Uh, no, they pitched him relief. They they relieved if they did not relieve their starter with another starter, there was only one pitcher in between. Oh wow. Hmm. 
who is all the Cubs fans. Or my friend Tyler actually said, "You can tell who's the actual Cubs fans around us because they all look confused." <laughs> 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 he had never pitched relief before in his career, so it was interesting. Weird. Oh. Um, that Madden's been doing a lot of weird stuff, man. I, I love it. I th- I think it keeps up. I think I talked to a Cubs fan at PNC this weekend. Um. And he said, I kind of was like, man, boys aren't looking as good in the last week or two. And he was like, you know, they were going to slump. I'd rather it be now. And I was like, that's a really salient point. Like, it's only halfway through the season. Uh, You'd rather them slump now than in September. So. Um, and what about the uh, the rest of the division then? MB obviously Cincinnati is a garbage town with garbage baseball. They're so going to be bad. The Brewers are going to be bad. Uh, I I. But I mean it was I mean it was always the the three horse race right? right. It was a three horse race last year. We had the plan to get in, and that was still the Pirates have been in the world uh, in the wild card playoff like every time but one since they started doing that playoff game yeah. like they just are in they just keep getting the short end of that stick and man after the games i watched them play against the cubs this past weekend they look like they could light a fire for the second half um if the rookie at the beginning of the season that everyone was talking about was uh trevor story from the mm-hmm. rockies mm-hmm. remember that guy he's yeah. cooled off a bit but still keeping his starting spot guy named uh, Josh Bell just has had, I believe, three at-bats in the major leagues. The first one, he singled in a run and scored a run. The second one, he hit a grand slam, a pinch hit grand slam in his second game in the major leagues. Uh, And in the third one, he got a walk and also scored a run. (laughs) Wow. Not, Not too shabby. So uh, his slugging percentage is what three million? Yeah, like I'm his, not sure how the math works on that, <laughs> but I think it's three million. His, he could retire now, and his stat line would be legendary. <laughs> uh, I think he's gonna be the rookie that people are talking about for the rest of the season, oh. and I'm I'm kind of shocked that they're not just starting the guy outright. I think they're just kind of helping him get his feet wet. Well, um, I think they are the wild card i hope god i hope they're the wild card Uh, i was gonna say i think it's uh gonna be saint losers again coming out of there uh cards i mean they you've said it they look strong their bats still look good um plus man i love to watch i i don't care i love to watch the cards and cubs play like they're always going at it i do hope it's the cards cubs cards coming out of there that makes one of us I won't say that I'm rooting for the Cardinals. I will say that I expect them to be the wild card. <sighs> Moving on to the West. <laughs> Joe, I think we've upset MB. I think, yeah, I've never seen this before. <laughs> Turns out all we have to do is be ignorant and then just talk boisterous about a subject. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just really one of the most consistently upsetting things for me. <laughs> cool. I was really saving some of that for the NL West, so let's get to it. <laughs> uh, the NL West may very well be the worst division in baseball. And I fully expect the 2016 champions to come out of this division. <laughs> yeah. Still going strong. Yeah. Joe's playing even the math year. numbers. You called him you called him early in the season cuz it wasn't even number. Yeah. And uh the team with the most wins right now is the San Francisco Giants with 57 wins, Dodgers six and a half games back, and then Rockies, Padres, Diamondbacks 16, 18 and a half and 19 games back. Also Rams. Yeah, so this is really a two-horse race and even then like right now the Giants have a, a pretty strong hold. Yeah. The Dodgers have had a really disappointing year. Um, the uh, Kershaw has looked like yeah. good, but not Kershaw. Um, the, the, they DFA'd Carl Crawford. I think we might have talked about that on a past episode, but that's crazy. Yeah. That guy is like, I believe he was a World Series Red Sox member um but i mean if we're talking disappointing you gotta look at the diamondbacks they had they they had one of the biggest um major league baseball deals in 
the history of baseball for like three days before Price was signed. Mm-hmm. And man, Grinky has done not much for them. I mean, it, it's. I guess, like in football, they say defense wins championships. And in baseball, they say that pitching wins the playoffs. Is that right? Like the hitting gets you there, or is it vice versa? Uh, I think it's. I'm pretty sure like hitting will win you the regular season, and pitching will win you the playoffs. I think you're right, actually. But I think it will. that's the like moniker. Because, especially because they start using pitchers on lower amounts of rest, yes. Yes. and they go to like their freaking aces. And when guys like Grinky aren't showing up for you, that's how you end up 19 games back with only a 422 win percent. Fat lot of good it'll do you during the postseason if you can't even get there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And uh, sorry, Diamondbacks, that uh, big trade where everybody said we fleeced you guys for Shelby Miller. Everybody was right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Giants will take it, uh, and then uh, win in the playoffs, and then win in the World Series. That's my my prediction. I think it's. I think we see a Giants Cubs. NLCS and the Cubs go to the series. Can I ask an ignorant question of baseball? Um, division series first, then championship <laughs> series afterwards. Understood. Do the... <laughs> I just assumed. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I guess that actually does answer my question. <laughs> well, there's. I'm used to football and basketball where there's more rounds, and I was yeah. going to ask if they reseed, but there, there's no. no reseeding necessary. No. Because you go from four to two, Yes, and that's the whole conference, the whole league. That's it. Yep. Cool. All right. Understood. And, you know, uh, first and wild card, second and third, like, depending mm-hmm. on who had the best record and yeah. such. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that would, if the Cubs took the Central, that would put the Cubs and the Giants against one another, it's, it would seem. How? Why would it put the Cubs and the Giants together? Wouldn't it put? I mean, in the championship series. Championship like, series, correct. yes, yes, because yeah. it would be Nats, Cubs, uh, Giants, Wild Card. That's what I, yeah. I. As as it stands now, yes. Yeah. You know, that's that's all I'm going on. <sighs> and um, it's 2016, so the Joe likes the Giants. Yeah. Joe, the Joe, you still uh, like the Giants? Uh, going all the way. Yeah. All the way. I. How can you argue with, with um. History. <laughs> this would be their fourth? 14, uh, year? 12, 10. 10. Yeah. And then their last one before that, or 1954, also a, an even year. Oh, weird. <laughs> it's like you had a 50-50 shot at that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's why I don't reference their uh, one at, b- before that. It was an odd year. Uh, so I'm, o- I'm only going to really cherry-picking the best stats But here. that was a leap year during the war, so that doesn't count. Doesn't even count. Um, I mean, yeah, it's too much fun to predict that they're going to do well because they have – they were crap in the odd years. No, I don't think anybody seriously expected them to do well this year, and now they're leading the league in wins right now. Yeah, I mean um, – I, I hope – Man, you know what would make me lose my mind? Uh, Cubs Motorcycles World Series. Ooh. God. Cubs Motorcycles would be great. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. But I'm going to put my money on the Giants. Ugh. Sorry about it, my two hometowns. <laughs> well, shoot. I guess the tribe can still make it there. I'm, no, I'm going to put it on it. I like that. I like motorcycles I versus Cubs that. in the I, finals. I was going to go Rangers-Cubs, but I just love thinking of those trikes and those bears mm-hmm. battling it out. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Last time went on trial. We're talking baseball. Klazuski, Campanella, talking baseball. The man and Bobby Fella, the scooter. The barber and the nuke They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque Especially Willie Mickey and the Duke All right, y'all. MB, you've been able to talk about baseball for a little bit. The Joe, you got to yell about some team by the lake winning something. Yes, this is my 
favorite time of the year <laughs> as a basketball fan. His eyes are lighting up right now. Like it's truly looks like a kid in a candy store. The draft is amazing. Not only as a Celtics fan, but like the draft is amazing. And then free agency starts the week after. And then summer league ball happens and I get to see everything happen. So there is like a 12 day off season for the NBA. Oh, and it's the best. I, if, if it were up to me, it'd be 12 seconds. So <laughs> uh, free agency. The cap exploded this year. If you're not familiar, NBA teams are able to spend much, much, much more money on players. And because of that, we've seen some historic deals go down. There's a ton of money being tossed around. There are huge free agent signings. People went everywhere. We'll start with the biggest fish in the pond. Team F.A. Mozgov. Ugh. Ugh. All right. (laughs) Oh, uh, you probably meant... Yes, I meant Kevin Kevin Durant. Durant. Uh, I'll get back to Timothy Mozgov in a moment. But yes, Kevin Durant, uh, in an attempt to chase rings, has joined forces with the Golden State Warriors in what is only a dynasty championship move on the part of KD. Um, He signed a two-year deal uh, with a player option, so we'll see how that goes. But he got 24 and a half a year for two years. Mm -hmm. So get your money, player. Congratulations. Yeah, um, a lot of basketball fans and former players have come out to criticize this move, talking mm-hmm. about chasing rings. Jordan and Barkley have both said, like, oh, I would have never called up my you know rivals. Yeah. Like, oh, let's get together on the same team. And you could argue that this is a, a different landscape today for the players. I mean... Not could. It is. It's an absolute... I mean, like, these guys train together. They play together. USA Basketball, the goddamn banana boat. It's a different <laughs> league. Love that banana boat. Love that banana boat. Um, and, I mean, Durant came in the league, what, 2009-ish? Mm-hmm. So, like, right around the time LeBron made his decision, like, this is this is the environment that he's been exposed to. And you, you can't blame him? Question mark? Um, no... At this point, it just seems to be a reflection of the NBA society as a whole. And this is the mentality that the players have. And this is where they're at. And, like, they burned a couple of jerseys. But, man, there is not nearly the flack that your boy caught for skipping out town. Yeah. I feel that, too. It really doesn't. It seems like everyone just kind of accepted that that was his decision. I mean, I I could explain the difference. <laughs> Kevin Durant is not from the Oklahoma City area. No, he was no. not drafted first overall by no. Oklahoma City. He was yeah. drafted into Seattle, uh, and he never, uh, he he didn't make his platform. I promise to bring Oklahoma City a, an NBA championship. Sure, yeah. So that though, those those were Fair. the differences. Yeah, that's all super real. And in fact, I, I it's. I don't think what angered a lot of people was that he left. It was where he chose to go. For for LeBron. Well, wouldn't that I, piss off fans of Durant as well? Yes. O- Oklahoma you know City. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like, that is the, no, no, no. Because it's not how. Because that, I feel like That's him, worse. That's, right? That's Cleveland going to Boston after he rips off the jersey for the last time. Remember that when the Celtics beat Cavs? And then LeBron takes yeah. his jersey off, and then he went to Miami. I do. Uh, so that would be like LeBron going to the Celtics. I feel like him going to Miami is a different lateral move. I also think it's a how he chose to do it. That is more what I was thinking. The decision the itself. The fact that they made it this huge Sorry, thing. I was talking about Durant when I made that statement. Oh. Uh, yes, uh, I totally we agree. We all thought you were talking about LeBron going to the <laughs> Heat, and we're like, what the I was, fuck? I, not worse. I was confused, yeah. too. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, LeBron was uh, that he left and how yeah. he left. Oh. And I think the anger for Durant isn't as uh, as as a fan of not Oklahoma City. I expected him to potentially leave. I thought maybe he would go to his hometown, Washington Wizards. They didn't stand a chance. Uh, he talked. He had meetings on the books with the Celtics, with the Spurs, mm-hmm. and the they Warriors. They didn't stand a chance. <laughs> um, but regardless of what percentage there was going to be, the fact that he went to the uh, 2015 champion, 2016 runner-up Golden State Warriors – 
the fact that that's where he chose to go, the team that was already in the upper echelon, and he is arguably not arguably he is one of the top three players in the league today him Steph Curry and LeBron James all do different things but they're the best at doing what they do and now two of them are on the same team yeah that's it's crazy they also have a quarter of team USA basketball Woof. (laughs) is that not like is that not like a big thing in the NBA that the, the teams are becoming so powerful that it's not even interesting to watch them play one another i mean in in theory the thing that should prevent that is the salary cap right until the players are like oh no it's fine i'll i'll take a discount out yeah. and then it's like david oh, west shit. going to the warriors signing on the league minimum that minimum to, yeah yeah to chase their, i mean they will have a problems in a couple of years once all these guys have grown out their totally. second tier contracts yes and they're now looking for vet money but whatever but for the next couple of years, it's like, yeah, who? I mean, yeah, just skip to May. Um, speaking of skipping to May, someone who will not be playing in May but got paid, and what I would like to now refer to as when you receive a ridiculously large amount of money for not a great reason mm-hmm. is getting that Mozgov money. Uh. <laughs> um, not the. Biggest, not the worst deal. He signed a four-year, $64 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. And quite frankly, woof. <laughs> I mean, to, to put it in perspective, the NBA teams are handing out big sacks of money with dollar bill signs on them like like a, a granny handing out Werther's when the kids come to visit. The owners cannot give away this money fast enough. No. Mozgov uh, uh, from the uh, NBA champion Cleveland Cavaliers uh, chose to sign his contract in a shirt with Lil Kev on yes. it. Oh, yes, yes. Um, I did see that. The Tommy Bahama model that looks a little bit like Kevin, uh, like, uh, Kevin Love per Richard Jefferson's Instagram account, which, I mean... That sentence wouldn't make sense to anybody 15 years ago, but <laughs> um, but that was pretty cool. Um, but no, yeah, it's that Mozgov money, that four years, 64 million for no reason, like for being a human being that is seven foot tall. Jesus, that's and, it. That's and if you haven't, like, if you don't know the history of the Mozgovs, his dad is a cop in Russia. And just as big as his boys are. And there's like bar videos of his dad housing and just tossing cats everywhere. Yeah, it's pretty great. We'll get into it later. Love it. But yes, he's just a giant human. This I'm into. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, there were uh, bigger different contracts. I mean, uh, Evan Turner getting four years, 75 million to go to Portland is nuts. Yeah, I thought Boston had a chance to retain him, but as soon as I saw that deal, I was like, "Woo, <laughs> get paid, Evan! Bye, get paid, homie, because I don't want to give you that on, on this squad." <laughs> uh, the actually, the Trailblazers were fairly active this offseason. They did a ton of things really well. Yeah, uh, they had a young kid, twenty-four, I believe, Alan Crab, who the Nets tried to sign away on a, I believe it was a, some, like four-year. 50 60 it was a big contract that the blazers ended up matching mm-hmm. stealing the nets like one of their big off-season signings i mean that's that's what you get for banking on a restricted free agent oh they did it twice Oof. they also signed a kid named tyler johnson are you familiar with tyler johnson mm-hmm. anyone out there familiar no mm-hmm. because he was in the d league two years ago and unless you were watching Miami Heat basketball this past year, you probably didn't see a lot of Tyler Johnson. Uh, but kid's a good shooting guard, came off the bench, played well, like kind of wades back up, but like D-League, scouted well. Kid came up, got a $50 million oh. offer from the Nets. And no one knew this kid two years ago that Miami has since matched because they got a bunch of extra Wade dollars. Oh, boy, do they. You know what? They have enough money to pay Tyler Johnson. You know what? They don't have seven more million dollars over two years to give Dwayne Wade what he wanted so he could finish his legacy with the team that he won three championships with. I mean, it was two and a half. It was like three and a half million each year. Like Whiteside said that he would make room for Durant, but all of a sudden he can't make room for Wade. And it's. 
It's not a money thing. Make no mistake about this. Him taking yes. $7 million more over two years to play in Chicago is less advantageous than staying in Miami. Because of the state income tax, Yeah, he still comes up a little bit more negative on this contract where he's making more money. Yeah, Florida, if, you, if you're not aware, Florida has no state income tax for players. I, I, I don't for, know enough if it's for everybody. I don't think it's for anything. That's and totally. So, yeah, this is more symbolic than This is fuck you, Pat financial. Riley. Yeah. This is... Apparently, Pat Riley, oh, owner... Owner? GM. GM uh, of the... Miami Heat, uh, architect of Miami's uh, first championship with Wade in 05-ish. Mm-hmm. 05. Uh, with Shaq and then the, the bringing the big three together. Uh, apparently, he did not reach out to Wade once during did, this entire recruiting process. Did not call him on his cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, real problematic, real big fuck you to Pat Riley. Could not get the deal done and then ended up going to Chicago, which had some splashes themselves lost Noah to New York lost Pow to San Antonio in signings traded Derek Rose to the New York basketball Knicks for Robin in the yard Lopez and Jose Calderon who immediately became redundant after the Bulls signed uh, guard Rajon Rondo guard Dwayne Wade and already having guard Jimmy Butler on uh, the roster and drafted guard Valentine. Totally true. Yeah. So well, they shit. went a little heavy and had to make some room for Wade. So they traded out Calderon. They brought in, like the Joe said, Rajon Rondo, which to me makes no sense in a Fred Hoiberg um, move motion offense. No, I think this he is... can't shoot. He can't defend. He's not athletic. He can pass and facilitate, but like you need to be able to do everything in Hoiberg's offense. Um, I. I think this will be Hoiberg's last year. I think that <laughs> I, I think that I think that what's going to be on the court is going to be so poor that somebody's head is going to have to roll, and I think it's going to be his. And I think he's in an unfair situation. Uh, here's an interesting stat: uh, in two thousand in the two thousand fifteen two thousand sixteen NBA season, uh, Rajon Rondo, Dwayne Wade, and Jimmy Butler combined for one hundred thirty three three pointers made. For reference, Steph Curry <laughs> made 403. <laughs> oh! So this forced shoehorned backcourt combo with probably Butler playing the three yeah. for a while, yeah. these guys are not going to light it up from outside. No. Uh, so there's r- no real threat. All of them are just going to want to p- kind of play hero ball, I think. I mean, that's not, I mean, the Bulls— You're right. Rondo, Rondo might not. R- Rondo never wants to play hero ball. Um— the, he wants to play annoying little brother basketball. The Bulls' mm-hmm. best option at the three-point could be McBuckets or Marotic, and that's whew, when you're four and your backup three are your best shooting options, you got trouble. That is what the Chicago Bulls will have this season. Hey. The, the, fu- the funny thing is the, the whole journey of Dwayne Wade to the Bulls was one of my f- favorite parts. There was a little bit of tease for the Cavaliers where there was a – Rumors that mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade was meeting with the Cleveland Cavaliers, possibly reuniting with LeBron, except up north this time. In fact, Dwayne Wade went so far as to follow the Cleveland Cavaliers on Instagram, sending Reddit, Twitter, everyone into a, insane, a, just absolute insanity. And everyone's like, oh, he's everyone recognized it's probably a, a tactic to leverage more money out of the heat, but mm-hmm. he'll end up back with the heat. And then, sure enough, announcement comes out that he's going to sign with the Bulls. Bulls start trading away at players. In fact, one of the only additions that the Cavaliers had this offseason was Mike Dunleavy from mm-hmm. the Bulls to help clear clear up some cap space so they could give uh, that Wade money. Uh, side note, great move for you guys. I love, love him at the small forward. He's going to be fantastic. Add some great leadership. Yep. Um, can can we talk about the biggest signing in Celtics free agent history for a moment? Because I'm pretty pumped about Al Horford. I think that would be great. I wasn't initially. I was like, Al Horford, sure, he's cute. He's a nice piece, but, you know, he's going to be on the wrong side of 30 and everything else. And But he's going to score rebounds. He's he's not going to score rebounds. He's going to score points <laughs> and get us rebounds. I'm just so excited. Eee! Um, so let me get this straight. I just want to make 
clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Celtics fan, yes, was not a fan of the signing when it happened. I wasn't a fan of Al Horford. Okay, but now that you have registered that he will be on your team, you've managed to talk yourself into being excited about it. Uh, I don't think I had to talk myself into it. <laughs> okay, the, I just want to make sure I understand how the uh, no the All Star speaks for himself. Putting up mm-hmm. eighteen and grabbing nine a game won't help us a ton on the defensive rebounding end, mm-hmm. but. Adding a strong post presence down there and making people respect. I mean, like, let's be honest. Sully isn't doing – Jared Sullinger, Sully, uh, was about as useless as cardboard in the rain. That guy did absolutely nothing for us, yeah. which is why he only got $6 million a year to play in Toronto. <laughs> uh, chump change. Mozgov got twice that. Like, let's put that – Moskov is getting twice that, yeah. and, and Sully was still a starter last year. Well, Moskov is a champion. Champion. Um, <laughs> they uh, – Al Horford is going to be bananas, but more so what it represents for Boston. We signed Al Horford. Huge signing for us. We haven't been able to lure free agents towards us in a while. Uh, and it only also speaks to the fact – that we probably came in second for Durant. He wasn't going to go back to OKC, had problems with Westbrook. The Boston meeting lasted the longest out of any of them. Actually, Durant and Brady flew back to Boston for a little bit. It doesn't matter. I was super excited through that whole thing as well. But for us to come that close to Durant, to actually sign Horford, Boston looks like now a team that is a going to be a legitimate contender with free agents with what Ainge is putting together. I think they're the second best team in the East. Yes. Without a doubt. Yes. They are the second best team in the East. Toronto may have been, and then they signed Jared Sullinger and dropped to, like, Nets level. <laughs> well, they, they lost uh, Bismack to the Magic as well. Yep. He was a contributor, big contributor for them uh, this past season. Um, Orlando making a lot of interesting moves. Tra- trading. I don't like them, but they're interesting. They traded away... A former top five pick, mm-hmm. Victor Oladipo, to the Thunder yep. for Festus Azili, signed Bismack Biombo. So they got a couple of big guys. Ibaka. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yes. Uh, they traded away former top five pick, Victor Oladipo, to the Thunder for Serge Ibaka, signed Bismack Biombo. So they're going to have a couple of huge front court guys. Which is so weird because I think they both average like – a combined eight points a game last year. Yeah, well, they're also going to combine for 20 blocks. To <laughs> deal with it. That is uh, super true. They're hoping to win games like 18 to 16. <laughs> Real seventh grade basketball type oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Fundamentals. Fundamentals. <laughs> um, uh, Howard to the Hawks, I think, is the other big name. He's, he's still a big name. He never has been able to seem to put it together. In fact, he was his best when we thought he was pre-peak in Orlando. Yeah. Went to Los Angeles Lakers with uh, Steve Nash and Kobe Bryant. This is going to be fun. Turn Spoiler alert, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, never meshed with Harden in Houston. Now he's with his hometown Atlanta Hawks. I, I think it, it makes them relevant. They, they were already a, a playoff team. Yeah, but then they lost Horford to the Celtics. Yeah. So you've just replaced Horford with Dwight Howard. I mean, maybe a better singular talent, probably a lesser team player. I've been calling him the Tin Man for years because that dude has no heart. Mm. He absolutely has no heart, no love, no nonsense. Like he does seem to approach the game like from the business standpoint, and it's not, and he's not even good at that. I don't know. No, he's not. I don't know how he's approaching it, but I don't think Atlanta got better uh, once they traded Teague to Atlanta. So now Schroeder is going to be running the point, who's a mm-hmm. very talented young point, but he's not experienced as Teague was. I don't think Atlanta got better. I think the Pacers got incrementally better as well. Like the Nets got, they fleeced the Nets in that Thad Young trade, mm-hmm. fleeced the Nets, which again, me, could not be happier <laughs> that the Nets got fleeced in the draft. And they lost uh, two of their, what were supposed to be big free agent signings. So they ended up with Jeremy Lin. So now they have Jeremy Lin, a rookie from Michigan who was only all right, broke Lopez. (laughs) 
<laughs> and like that's kind of it. So I'm pumped about the Nets. Well, good news is Fred Hoiberg's very excited to work with Brooke Lopez. <laughs> um, whenever the, mm. when when they're both at a new team next year, so um, uh, they the Pacers did lose George Hill to Utah, I think. Yeah. Which a little blow, but I'm fine but with I, that. With them picking up Thad Young, I told I th- so I, I I agree with you that it's it's Cavs one, Celtics two, and then another muddled five teams for the next best. I think. Um, I don't even know if it's that high. I mean, Raptors, Pacers, and uh, Orlando Bulls, Knicks, all interesting. But like, I don't see them as. If they win more than 40 games, I'm going to be shocked. All those teams. Same. All those teams. Maybe not the Bulls. Bulls, I'm going to put an over-under on 42, but that's tough. I would take the under on that. I, I think injuries will inevitably bite, Yeah. and I think that these guys are going to have a hard time meshing. They could totally prove us wrong, and that would be really fun because there's a chance it'll be a really fun season seeing Dwayne Wade in a Bulls uniform. But Oh, I think that'll be fun to watch. There's a – Ugh, I'm so pumped about this this new season as well. It's an honor to lose to the Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference Finals, so I think you'll be. I think you'll do great. I mean, I'm just looking forward to uh, playing you guys again in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think we're three and zero against you, Lifetime. It's just that first round we can't get past. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this thing's a blowout, but let's sit down for some garbage time. All right, boys, let's wrap it up with some garbage time. Brock Lesnar v. Which Pokemon at UFC 201? Your choice. I mean, for me, I don't think you could go wrong with a fighting type. I think uh, both Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee would be really interesting, but I'm going to go Machamp. Um, he's got four arms and a built-in title belt on his body. So, like, <laughs> I think if there needs to be some representative of the Pokemon community to physically challenge Brock Lesnar, it's going to be him. Nice. Uh, I got to go my made-up Pokemon, Chortosword. He is fire-type-A personality, so that's going to help <laughs> him out a lot. He also is morally incorruptible. Okay. Which is a special talent that he has. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. I bet that's a move he learns at you know a certain level. It is. It is. Once you uh, – it's at a higher level. Once you level up on yeah. Chortosword, you'll get there. <laughs> um, I'm going with – um, probably Wigglytuff, just because I think it'd be so cute. <laughs> that would be. I feel like Wigglytuff and Jigglypuff would be hard to hurt. Right. Like, they're built like Kirby, where they're just like marshmallows. Yeah. So I think if you hit them, it's just like... <laughs> yeah, it'd just be so cute, and Brock would be so befuddled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're halfway through the Major League Baseball season, and we're all, God willing, it halfway through our lives. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Um, I think that I started the first half really strong and then cooled off uh, right before the break. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that I can take this uh, opportunity to uh, uh, you know refocus, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> really see if we can um, come out the gate strong here in the second half and uh, not die alone. <laughs> Uh, for me, the learning curve was tough out the womb. <laughs> yeah. Like, really took a while to catch up to that one. Uh, but, I mean, I did. I'm fine. Uh, speech pattern normal. Uh, 
mm. bowels controlled on a regular basis, motor skills functioning. And, you know, I'm going to be pretty optimistic that I maintain those three things to the end. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that I'll be able to control my movement and my bowels. And uh, If you close it out with all that, I, I don't see how that's not a strong finish. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a real strong finish. It just took me a while to get there. So halfway ain't nothing. It's just those first 13 years that were tough. I'm going to fight to keep any one of those three. <laughs> any of them. The results of the All-Star game dictate who has home field advantage in the Major League Baseball World Series. What other horribly arbitrary rule would you want to apply to a professional sport to dictate home field advantage? In football, the team that has most often guessed correctly the heads up or the heads or tails at the I beginning love of the game that. gets home field advantage so the team whichever team or whichever uh division they're in or part of the league I, whichever league they're in is that um, what they say in baseball in get, football maybe maybe uh so logistics totally aside uh this is decided after the afc and nfc championship games the two teams that are going to the super bowl we retroactively look at, at theirs and then that's probably team, the way to go that team becomes the host city. Love it. Within two weeks, they're ready to host the Super Bowl. Love Logistics it. aside. Okay. Uh, I'm going to call this one summer hockey. So <laughs> it's after the NHL season has closed, you take uh, the two teams again and play summer hockey. Why is it summer hockey? Well, ice can't freeze in the summer. So... You take the puck and attach a giant weight to it and drop it to the bottom of the lake, a lake, where lines have been painted of that of a hockey rink. You then take the same players and put scuba equipment on them and rocks in their shoes. They are forced to play the exact same game over underwater. Summer, Summer hockey. hockey. <laughs> Is that going to be a conference on conference? It, no, it's the exact teams that just played the Stanley Cup Finals have to turn around <laughs> and play underwater summer hockey. Okay, so that'll determine the the, the next. Gotcha. Yes. Man, that's wow. going to be a really close match between the Penguins and the Sharks. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, right? This year's <laughs> I'm both great. pretty well suited. Yeah. I don't think the Lightning are allowed to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. With Kevin Durant going to the Warriors – what unlikely supergroup do you think you could find yourself swayed to join? Personally, I've been asked several times after Zane's departure to join One Direction. And I have to pass, not because I don't think they're musically talented, not because I don't think that they're great gentlemen, not because they're British, no xenophobia, nothing like that. I just don't like to limit myself to One Direction. And when they would not change the name of the band to 360 Directions, I was like, all right, guys, it's over. And I had it's to over. politely decline joining One Direction. Oh, that's, that's big of you. Um, some of my biggest struggles with my day-to-day -day life is uh, not knowing what to wear, um, not walking enough. Uh, not interacting with enough people. Sure. So I think um, I would be very interested in joining uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> um, I think that I can rock a crisp white shirt with tie, get to know my neighbors, um, and ask them, you know, if they've heard the good word. Maybe if know where you can score a clean glass of lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Straight edge living, baby. That You know, that's what I'm all about. Light up a blunt to it. I'm going straight to the Monstars. <laughs> <laughs> that's where my, I think that's where my skills would be best used. I think so. I think that's all we got for you guys this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the All-Star break. And uh, tune in next episode when we have an Olympic preview. Check us out on Twitter at Julian the Joe. Go to Facebook 
dot com slash hooey and the joe to like us there and god bless daniel miller he made us an instagram account i don't think uh we are still uh uh we we have yet to uh insta our first gram that's that's where I was going with my I don't think. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have extended the invitation for him to have a guest spot on the show at his leisure. So we will keep you updated on where we stand with that. This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.